if no one watched an ODI series, did it really happen? That's the big question over the past week as context. Um, after a T20 World Cup, a magnificent T20 World Cup where every match seemed to matter. We had three games that didn't count for anything. Um, we'll talk about that and more in this podcast. Welcome to the Quick Blog Podcast for another week. Shabu here from Quick Blog. And I found myself this week answering a lot of questions from fans around the world, wondering whether cricket is dead in Australia. So we'll talk about that in some detail here. Nash, welcome to you, mate. How's things? Yeah, things are good. Um, and you are you pretty uh, bang on there with, with your assessment of um, the cricket happenings around the world overall. Um, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a, I don't know how to put it exactly, because we have always grown up with, you know, huge crowds for any cricket game, especially coming from India myself. Um, any cricket game will get at least, you know, six, 7,000 people, um, no matter who's playing, even domestic games at times. So, yeah, I think, um, it's it's there's there's lot to discuss um overall around um where cricket is heading just in general and where each of the format is heading uh, specifically but yeah the, you know uh, that's what we are here to talk about that's what all the cricket fans are talking about all over the world um yeah. especially um what well, now that we have just um finished a, a magnificent T20 world cup as you said earlier and um we we are seeing where the football world cup is heading as well with the crowds and you know with the with the broadcast and what what it meant yesterday for australia to score the first goal against france and yeah um yep. certainly some that was a that was such a great nine ten fifteen yeah. minutes or whatever it was yeah we yeah up. <laughs> yeah absolutely and um yeah look looking forward to discussing that on, on, on today's episode speaking of the football world cup imagine whoever wins it Say France, England, Brazil, whoever oh, wins it. Not England. Come on, <laughs> not England. Please no. But anyway, for example, say it's, they it's do. It's not going to come home, definitely. <laughs> Someone said it's coming home, and then I said until the semi final, and then that's yeah. it. But anyway, yeah. so say whoever wins it, you you ask them to play a friendly, a series of three friendlies four days later. How do you think they'd respond to that? They'd be pretty. They'd be pretty pissed off, or they wouldn't be interested in those friendlies. Really, that's what it's felt like with the England cricket team, hasn't it? Yeah, I think I think we have to keep in mind when we discuss about um, football and cricket um, as as two distinct sports. We have to keep in mind that they are uh, just that. They are two very different sports. In terms of the entire landscape of yes, how things are structured and how games are Correct. structured, it's that's my point. Is very much a yeah. club-based sport, and you play uh, for your country every now and yeah. then it, through friendlies, Euros, and the you know continental cups, Qu- qualifiers, and qualifiers, yeah. and yeah. World Cup, and, and that's why the internationals have such great value amongst fans and amongst that's you know right. footballing fraternity. Cricket, as it has happened over the years, is very much country-based. Um, it is. Although yeah. some would argue over the last few years, it it is it is moving towards being club-based, franchise-based. Um, and I'm not saying mm. that's a good thing or a bad thing. 
um, on one hand, cricket fans say, why it's can't, just why are we not, yeah. yeah, why, why are we not more popular like the football, um, World Cup or, you know, mm. Euros or whatever. And then on one hand, they say, oh, you know, why are players not, um, prioritizing country over club in cricket as well? So it's, uh, it, it, there's no win win situation here. Um, especially now that we saw Martin Guptill also, um, you know, asked for his release from the central contract and just wants to play, you know, club cricket all around the world, which which is fair play for him as well. He's 37. He's almost at the end of his career, just wants to, you know, have fun, enjoy his cricket yep. and, and stay with his family. My my question to you would be um, where you, you've done the research, you've asked the fans, you've done the surveys. Where do you mm. think each of the format is heading let's say let's let's start from let's start from the test match let's start from the ultimate form of yeah. cricket as we know it fans believe test cricket will still be around all the fans we surveyed over a thousand they said test cricket will still be alive the ten, next uh, 10 15 years but the, the the key issue is with test cricket you know when we talk about the future of cricket i don't only fear about one day internationals future but also tests in the in the sense that how many countries will be playing it in 10 15 years because it is expensive to host it's very expensive to host a test match it's not profitable for a lot of the nations so for example south africa they're in a they're in such a financial situation that they need this their new T20 league that's kicking off in January. They need that to be a big success. So they get the backing from the Indian Premier League franchises and all that. And they're an established test nation and they're still in that situation. Yeah. So you look at it and say, how many nations will be playing test cricket in the coming years? Is that a way we can grow the game? Can we get more nations on board? Because we had Ireland and Afghanistan get status three, four years ago. They've only played a handful of test matches. Yep. Um, so that's the issue. It's expensive to, um, to host. And I'll also look at the attention spans of, of, of people these days. It's not as long as once was, um, the age of uh, the digital age, smartphones, everything's very instant So to sit through a test match, which it's, it's, I think it's a beautiful battle between bat and ball. Nothing beats a test match, but to ask a new generation of fans to do that is going to be a challenge as well. So I still think test cricket will be around. Um, I think 10 years ago, we looked at test cricket as the format that could have potentially, you know, was under the most danger. Now I think it's ODIs, but how many nations will be playing tests? I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Um, I've, 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 I've held this view for, for quite some time now that, yeah. Test match cricket as we know it will still be around um for the next few few decades. I hope um, so. It'll be would, yeah. the, the 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 fundamental issue with and and the entire sport now is football. Mm. FIFA has FIFA knows that football is a business. Um it's it's for them it's not yep. it's not just a sport, it's a business. It's a business of football. Um, ICC are going down that path now for the last few years. Uh, once they know, you know, once they understood what T20 format could bring, um, and and, and that's a that's I, I I think that's a wonderful thing. And um, you need you need two formats in, in cricket. You need the red ball format to 
um, survive and because that's the ultimate test and, and no one can argue about that. That's, you know, that's where you separate your good cricketers from Agree. your great, great legends. Um, and then you, you have to, you have to find the right balance between the two white ball formats, because I, I think two white ball formats are too, one too many. Um, it's just the, you know, the way, the way they played as well. There's a lot of, there's a lot of games yeah. throughout the year, like, okay, cool. You watch it, whatever you follow. And then you forget about it the next week. Yeah. What's the meaning of this series? What, what does this mean? Well, yeah. you know, what's the purpose of it? You know? Yeah. And, and and that's why that's, why yeah why would the players want to get up for it why would the fans want to get up for it yeah and that's what that's what they need to streamline is agree hundred percent have have a have an understanding of where the white ball formats are heading t20 is the future no one can argue about that t20 format is here to stay it will stay and it will it will bring money into the sport it will bring new fans into yeah. the sport the next future tours program has got more of this crap where we've got a lot of these bilaterals between Australia, in- India, England, etc. So just yeah. reading a piece by, by Dan Bradzig in the age, a lot of those, the next four years, five years going to be the same shit, you know? And yeah. it's just, it's not, it, it actually devalues the sport. It devalues the game because it doesn't Absolutely. mean anything. So you talk, about, you talk about football as a business Cricket's definitely looked at as a business, but they're not doing it in a smart way. They're not yep. protecting the future of the game. Yeah, it's not. not it's not. It's not at the properly. moment the way it's run. It's not sustainable for a for a Correct. long period of time. Correct. Um, because I, you I will to say this though. Your supporters. I will say this though. Like, they need to. This is purely me, uh, my personal yep. opinion. Um, test cricket. Don't touch it. Let it stay as is. Um, only the, the the only thing that could perhaps improve Test cricket is some sort of streamlined structure to how the series are played. There is the you know not not I'm not speaking about revamping the World Test Championship. I'm speaking about everyone gets to play the same amount of Test cricket. Um, you you don't have yep. you don't need England playing thirty Test matches in a year, whereas New Zealand end up playing only eight or ten. Um. That's yeah. that's not doing good to anyone. I understand there's different money involved, different you know populations involved, different boards involved, you know different demographics involved. But to make it a you know level playing field, everyone needs to mm. play the same amount of cricket yeah. to have a, a proper understanding of the sport. That's Test cricket. T Twenty, let it run the way it's run at the moment. You know, franchise cricket, let it take over. Does I'm that include? For... Does that include T Twenty internationals? Should you keep them the way they are at the moment? Well, I I I don't necessarily agree with seven match T Twenty series. Um, three tests, three sorry, not three tests, but three match T Twenty series at best would work fine. And then you got the yep. um T Twenty World Cup every two years. Let that be consistent. And then for one day format, Is... it needs to be. I challenge you on that. Be... Yep. Is a T20 World Cup every two years too frequent? Well, it depends really because... Sorry it, to cut you off, but I, no, no, that's I, fine I, I've got a belief, got it's a belief actually, that it is. It's actually a good question because that would then... That would... That it's, a per, that it's a perfect segue into my next point, which was going to be around the oh, one-day okay. World Cup, is the one-day yep. World Cup happens every four years and that's fine. 
but the amount of one day cricket played between those four years need to cut down. They need to cut down on that. Yes. They need to make one day format Agreed. more precious. They need to put more value on the one day format. Hundred percent. They need to. They need to seek approval from almost, uh, almost an approval from the fans that yes, one day format is now something. Listen to, to the supporters. To. What they're what they're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Because the the recently concluded one day series was was the perfect um, example. Um, MCG just ten thousand. Uh, people there. That's, Most of the people that's pushing it. Yeah, won't even know. That's pushing it that figure. Do you think there exactly. was even ten thousand? It looked less. <laughs> yeah, it, it did look less. It looked. Uh, it but, didn't look. It didn't look good. Anything below fifty thousand in in MC. Anything below twenty five thousand even in MCG is going to look a lot less than it does. No, but that looks that looks awful. So yeah. the thing is, what I'll talk about. I don't know if you finished your point. Is that you talked about? Um, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. going to finish with. I was just going to finish with. Um, take the one-day format down the Olympic path and have those, you know, put more value on that format and put more more value on the records That's in that right. format and and you know cut down on the matches played or cut down on the pointless bilaterals played, and and all no, the yeah. uh, they tried. Sorry, um, sorry, I'm rambling on, but they tried to no. put some context to it with the ODI Super League, but even that's way too many, you know, um. There needs to be there needs to be something has to give, is my opinion. There needs to be some sort of you can you can run it you can run it a bit better yeah exactly exactly you can and, and run it a bit better potentially absolutely um yeah hundred percent and I think what it stems down to is a desire to rake in the broadcaster money from administrators rather than having a proper long term focus on the the game's future so. I look at Cricket Australia. I, I I spoke about this. I wrote articles about this three years ago, when the broadcast deal came through. So this means bad news. You've gone away from free-to-air TV. That's a very, very, very important aspect of engaging the fans. To a situation now where fans don't know what's going on, they don't know a lot of the games. A lot, a lot of the matches are even on. I am shocked at how many people I've spoken to and how many people I've seen on social media say that they don't know the game was on. I had a work colleague, he's a member, he's a member at the SCG. He went to the game last Saturday. He said he was shocked that no one was there really, but he goes, I didn't even know this series was on until like the day of the game. So I'm like, you know what? I'm free tonight, I'll go. I'm like, we're in a position now we've got our national team playing and people don't even know that it's on. Um. And then not only that, it's the time of the year. So when you've got matches in November on a weekday at big grounds that in games that don't mean anything, well, who's going to turn up? And the weather's been awful in Melbourne as well. That's another factor. But the games don't mean anything. And the ticket prices were ridiculous. I couldn't believe it when, when people told me that reserve a ticket to the MCG is that $145 a ticket. That's steep. Talk, talking about not understanding your audience because people now, you yeah. know, we look at the cost of living in Australia. The cost of Absolutely. living is really high. People can't afford that. Yeah. Then you factor in driving to the ground. You factor in the the petrol prices or the public transport prices and you buy a beer that co- you have to take out a loan to buy a beer at the stadium. It's just... Plus, plus understand, your, understand your audience. Absolutely. Plus, I just read it somewhere that Melbourne's about to beat Sydney to be the most expensive city in Australia. 
Um, wow. And it will certainly be one of the most expensive in the world pretty soon um, with the way, you know, transport's going and it's it's expanding yeah. and um, all around. So, yeah, and you're 100% right. You're 100% right with the schedule and um, the mm. way the entire Australian summer is structured because I I, I said this in, all a over the of, place. Mm. in in a couple of um, episodes ago that they, Australian market and Indian market are completely two uh, you know opposite ends of the spectrum they they are completely opposite india is a cricket market no matter where you go people are going to come and watch just because the sheer volume of the you know just because of the sheer population that there is it's going to happen no matter which game you put on um even in the india australia thought cricket australia thought that that would happen in australia exactly even in india new zealand series it was a pointless series let's let's all agree on that it is um But you still got good crowds because it was India. In, in Indians yeah. are going to watch their team play no matter what, where they go. Even if you put a game in 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 Greenland, they are going to go and watch that game. It's it's not a question. <laughs> you can't look at every other market with the same lens. You have to choose differently. You have to plan. It's international marketing one hundred and one, isn't it? It's understanding exactly. your audience, but it's understanding exactly. that, that different audiences have different tastes. You've got footy season here in Australia, where those months of the year it's footy. Yep, that's that's important. It's AFL, NRL, all that stuff. Yeah. Come mid-November, test matches start. That's what people are accustomed to. Yep. Start with your Gabba test match, and then ease into your summer. I think a big problem is is the length of the Big Bash. So you've got the length of the Big Bash that forces Cricket Australia to find other windows to stick these games where you got games like this against England, uh, one day is against Zimbabwe and New Zealand earlier in the year. you got to put them at different times of the season to cater for the big bash that takes Absolutely. up the peak of the season and is far too long. Yep. And, and I, remember, years ago. I remember um, when I was growing up, we, when we were growing up, and, and you know, I don't want to be one of those, um, try to behave like one of those um, older generation guys who say oh in my days this was happening. But, <laughs> but 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 what we grew up with and and the reason why the the product which was in place before the big bash in australia was so popular it was the kfc big i don't know i forgot the name it was kfc bash or something um, it was the states yeah yeah it was it was the states but it was it was less games it was everyone played all the stars played um, it was scattered over the season, but everyone was available to play those games. Um, you know, the top stars, your Michael Hussey, your David Hussey, your just, Cameron It's Whites. a mess now. Um, Agree. It's just a mess now. And if you if you if you want to bring top stars to your to your league, you have to make room for when they are available. Right? You have to schedule the games when they are available. That's the problem now um, with with the with the international schedules, and now you've got three other leagues going on at the same time. Yeah, and the big bash does not. I think. I think the big bash offers the least money, uh, yeah, out of all the Bangladesh Premier League, the UAE, and the South Africa leagues. Now, yeah, the big and, bash and, falls and the behind. The reason, the reason, the reason for that is very much the product of big bash. Um, also privatization. It, it, so exactly those 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 yeah. franchises are owned by yeah. So private company, and that's that's what I mean. Private like, companies. That's what I mean. And, and a different landscape. It's it's only going to be I think it's only going to be a matter of time when cricket Australia goes down that path. Um, of possibly, yeah, and, and 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 not only that as well. 
absolutely must go back to a three to four week competition where every game matters, every game is exciting. Keep it short and sharp. Engage the fans in January period, December period. And uh, yeah, at the moment it's like, woof, thank God that's over. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it runs for two months. It takes up far too much of the season and it's fans are not engaging with it. Channel seven yep. have taken Cricket Australia to court. They want out of that broadcast deal. Once that broadcast deal finishes, who is going to take up cricket? I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Who's going to take up cricket in this country? Yep. How's Cricket Australia going to say Cricket Australia want more money for their broadcast deal? Excuse me. You know, you haven't got a lot of quality games of cricket throughout the summer yeah. anymore. How yeah. are you going to engage your broadcaster and how are you going to convince them to pay in excess of a billion dollars for this product? You've got to improve the product and it comes with having the um, the players available um, to play those games and to schedule it in a way where fans can keep up with it and, and it means something. Absolutely. They mean something. Absolutely, I agree. At I the agree. moment, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's just all over the place. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs. So when people ask, you know, is cricket dead in Australia? I'd say, not really. I wouldn't say it's dead. Um, but I'd say Cricket Australia is trying to kill it. But it's just fans are just finding it hard to keep up and they're not engaged. I think, I think, I, I won't, I'll, I'll argue um, on that. I won't say they are trying to kill it. But I'll, I'll say they are trying to go down a path where, um, they they are trying to almost mimic um the indian cricketing market in a way yeah, yeah. to make cricket You're right. a business that's true um yeah. it's it's and, and it, fair, fair play to be honest in in their defense fair play fair, you know fair play to them because for them cricket is a business for every board cricket is a business let's let's be honest yeah, of course sports it is, is a you got to run you got to run a business you got to um, run a business by first understanding your customer and your target audience absolutely absolutely and and i think as i said earlier cricket australia will look at some stage to go down the same path as 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 ipl or the south africa t20 or the or the uae um league that are Possibly, happening yeah. which, which are franchise based and so that more yep. money is released and, you know. Um, and more importantly, when and how long the Big Bash actually goes exactly. for. So it's not too exactly. long. Because when, 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 you know, the Herald Sun tweeted yesterday, is it the day the cricket died in Australia? Embarrassing scenes at the MCG. People talk about why the crowd's so low. But think about it. Fans have got, they've got more choice than ever before. If I miss a game at the SCG now, big deal. I'll go watch another game at the SCG later. Yeah. It's just that the attendances are spread out over a far num a greater number of games. Yeah. It's a fact. Absolutely. You've got Absolutely. so and, many more games now that those people that were attending before are now spread out over a number of games. So each yeah. crowd looks smaller, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's the situation and, and, you've got. Exactly. And we spoke about this earlier on on one of our episodes that um it's Big Bash, the whole point behind Big Bash was to engage new audiences. Yes. Um, it was started in January, which is uh, traditionally the school holidays over December and January period, you know, break over Christmas so the international players can go home and come back and that sort of thing. So the whole point was to engage young, new families and, you know, young audiences. The What's happened is the way they have structured it, now over the last few years with the expanded games with 14 games you know home and away season um it, it works in ipl it works in ipl fine but when when he when in australia 
you have families going to bed at eight o'clock. The game start at seven thirty. You know who's watching the game. Who you know on a Wednesday night on a school night, no one's going to watch the game. No one is absolutely thinking about that because there's school night. It's it's you know they go to bed early and they wake up early. No one can go to the game. Um, because by the time you 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 get home, it's eleven o'clock. It's twelve o'clock. Way past your mid you know bedtime and that all that sort of stuff now you're a father you slowly you're slowly understanding the, I, the I whole get, cycle I'm getting of it i'm yeah. getting it yeah absolutely it's true, and, it's true. And, and 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 with with my work i've been lucky to you know meet some fans and meet some audiences audiences and meet some customers of the game who have mm. who have echoed the same sentiment that you know we just can't get to the game because you, no one's coming going to come to the game on a wednesday or a tuesday night um at at starting at 710 um plus it's costly as you said you know getting to the game coming to the game having dinner you know um having a few drinks and it it, it is costly so getting home got to be know, in the school holidays home, exactly so um yeah it's it's all bundled into one that's sort of you know it's 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 a big bubble it's a growing bubble which is bound to burst at some stage Agree. So that's why I'm, I'm got my fingers crossed that in the next couple of years, the next broadcast still has a bit a, a more refined, short, sharp target at Big Bash, because I think the Big Bash is now look. It's part of our calendar. It's important, but it's it's not a two month uh, competition. No, it's not. Particularly when you got internationals on at the same time, other T Twenty leagues on at the same time. You know, players now. Because the international schedule is uh, so unforgiving, got players pulling out of it. Liam Livingston's pulled out. David Willey's pulled out. Glenn Maxwell's now injured. So it's just, uh, when you do it for that long, it drags on a lot. You don't engage your supporters, as you said. So very, very, it's it's a very important thinking time for Australia now. About And, and also ICC, you know, the future of the game on a global level, not only just in human cricket Australia, but also on a global level. How do we add meaning to more white ball games? Because yeah. the T20 World Cup, it was just really refreshing as a cricket fan to be able to watch so many games and think, "Wow, there's so much riding on this." It just, Absolutely. it just, it just fascinated me. I really, really enjoyed it. And the problem is, you got ODIs, you got these series that just mean nothing. We'll forget it. We've forgotten about it. Like Australia won three nil, played some good cricket, but. I haven't felt so flat after a, a, a whitewash win over over um, over England. It's a whitewash yeah. win over England, but it doesn't mean much anymore because it's just so saturated and the games are just scheduled in a way that the players, do England even care? You know, it's like England were, I felt half of them on the plane, uh, you know, in that series. And I don't blame them. Um so this is a lot of things to think about, uh, you know, about the future of the white ball game, make sure there's context in them. Um, absolutely. And one other thing I'll touch on here in Australia, got to get back to free to air TV if we can. Yep. For that's, our white ball yep. internationals. That's really it's important. so important. Very important. Sticking those behind a paywall, bad move, you know. And I think it was, it was a $1.2 billion deal. And I think I read a couple of weeks ago that it was maybe an extra... It wouldn't have been much. It might have been like an extra 30 or 50 million that Foxtel provided to have those games on 
behind a paywall. So Cricket Australia looked at that 30 million and said, yep, we'll take it. But we've ruined fan engagement over the next three, four years as a result of it. So I think it's really short-sighted, um, really, really short-sighted view by Cricket Australia. Instead of looking at the long-term view, they were blocked by the 1.2 billion in front of them. Yeah. They blocked the view. Absolutely. And and completely agree with that. Um and that's the that's the um big that's going to be the big I don't know um piece of the puzzle for cricket Australia in the in the next few years is going how to get how to get cricket back on free to air because it, it's it's so accessible it, it has to be so accessible um to literally everyone um mm. as it was in in the uh, in the late nineties early early two thousands. Um, and this has nothing to do with you know change in time or anything like that. It's it's purely um, the decisions money based and um, yeah. As I said, they have to find a way to get it back on free to air. Yep, absolutely. And in terms of the twenty twenty three to twenty twenty seven future tours program, yeah, as I said before, there's a lot of crap in it, but we'll see what comes of it after. And that's going to be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be really, it's really going to be a hard one because as cricket fans, you obviously want to watch more cricket. But at some point, even even me as as a massive cricket fan, you know, cricket I'm a tragic. Life, um, you I'm know, an absolute tragic. But I sometimes but feel numb to it. Exactly, I can't be bothered. Um, you got so much going on in your life. You're no longer, you know. There's, there's. I, I see so many youngsters on on Twitter who are 18, 19, 17, 16, who crickets their life. Like cricket, they can't think beyond cricket. They can't see anything beyond cricket. And I was the same. I was, you know, cricket was everything same. for me. It is even now. Like I, I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for cricket. And cricket has taught me pretty much everything I know in my life, um, professional and personal. But it's gotten to a point where you put on these pointless matches, so to say, and then as fans, you start thinking, oh, I don't know, is there, what What am I getting out of it? Because when, when you're young, you, 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 you tend to get a lot out of cricket just by, you know, you're playing cricket, you want to, you, you aspire to play cricket at a higher level. So you watch the games, you learn a lot where the ballers are setting fields, how the batsman's playing, how the captain's thinking, how the coach so is true. thinking. Mm. But now you're, you know, you, you just watch it as a fan now and you, you get to a point where other things take priority or you pr- start prioritizing other things over cricket um, and then you fall into this space where oh, I'll only watch this game or I'll only go to this game. And then, um, yeah, you, you don't, you sort of slowly start falling out of, out of love um, of the sport. And um, that's that's been one trouble for me, you know, having worked in cricket now for a, for a few years, you know, I'm doing this with you, which has been great as well. I've I've written about cricket. I've I've played cricket. I still play cricket. Yeah. Um. But at some point, you just tend to go. Okay, I'm I'm done. Like my mental state is done. Um. I just want to. I just want to yeah. watch the game. I just want to talk the game with my friends, and and that's it. I don't. It's wanna... a, it's it's similar. It's a good point you make because the T Twenty World Cup finished just ten days ago, right? It just finished ten days ago. I believe we should still be talking about that now. You know, we should still, but all of a sudden we're moving on to the next thing immediately and it doesn't matter. 
Absolutely. It's same with the India New Zealand series that's there. They could Absolutely. those two teams could have played in the final. They could have played in the final and then a bilateral T twenty later in the week. Yeah. It's just it, it just doesn't make any sense. Um yeah. at the moment they're looking at pleasing broadcasters instead of trying to you know, get maximize your engagement and introduce new fans to the sport. Because I'm like you, I love the game and I follow as much as I can. Um but with other commitments, you can't follow everything. And also, you feel a bit numb, as I said before, to the result. Because, okay, we won 3-0, but what did it count towards in this in this instance? Maybe some confidence for the players. Okay, cool. But it's the same series where these blokes are resting captains. They're rotating captains because they've got to manage workloads. It just goes to show you what the schedule is like right now. Completely agree. So we'll go on for hours on this, but, <laughs> but that's in a, in a nutshell what we look at the future of cricket. It's we need context in white ball as much as we can, make things feel a bit more special again, because it's just it seems like it's just going on and on and on where you just feel you get lost in it, and the games don't mean much. So that's a big priority going forward for administrators. Um, and those in charge of cricket. We'll see what comes of it, I think, in the next five to ten years.